statistically, more people were being killed by terrorists in Europe back in the 70s and 80s than they are now. There's a lot of fear in this country, and people don't say bon voyage anymore. They say have a safe trip. But uh, the most fearful people in our society, Amy, are the people that don't get out very much. The people without passports are the most fearful people in our country. And it's clear to me fear is for people who don't get out very much. The flip side of fear is understanding, and we gain understanding when we travel. Twelve million Americans went to Europe last year. Twelve million came home. None were hurt by terrorists. Tomorrow, if an American is killed by a terrorist in Europe, Flat out, it does not matter. A thousand Americans are killed on our streets every month, and that matters. And uh, we just shrug it off. So we need to be selective about where we get all freaking out. And I think Americans are, need to get a grip and not confuse fear with actual risk because it's safe to travel. It's, it's not courageous to go to Europe. It's a better time than ever to go to Europe. I think it's safer than ever in Europe right now. I don't follow currencies, so the strength of the dollar is pretty good now, I've heard. Yeah, the dollar is amazing. It's a dollar eight for a euro, so it's almost on par. If a, if a meal over there costs you 20 euros, just consider it $20. And uh, England is cheaper yet. Uh, England, because of the Brexit problem, uh, their, their pound is about 25% down on what it used to be. And that just means England's on sale. So, you know, Europe's an expensive area because there's a lot of taxes to pay for all of their um, luxurious entitlements. And when we travel, we're con- contributing to their, you know, taxes and their entitlements. But I find Europe is, is a reasonable place to travel. And the key for me is to travel in a way where you get the most out of your time and that you know what the budget options are so that you can travel smartly. And I would remind Americans that, of course, you've got to watch your dollars, but you also got to remember we've got the shortest vacations in the rich world, and we need to use our time smartly. A lot of Americans, you know, they've clipped all these little newspaper articles about budget tips, and they go over there and they waste a lot of time standing in lines needlessly. Uh, that's a huge expense. And uh, every day, uh, right now, there's a two-hour-long line. People are waiting to get into the Uffizi Gallery in Florence to see all the great paintings. When I go there, I'll have a reservation. I'll walk right up to the front of that line, show them my reservation, and I'll be let in. What if you do get stuck? What are the do's and don'ts of, oh, gosh, my flight has been canceled for the next three days? Any advice? First of all, I don't want to imply that there's not terrorism. There is terrorism, and there always will be terrorism. I just would like people to keep it, the risk in perspective. There's 400 million Europeans. You know, tomorrow, if, if 10 of them got killed, it's still a safe place to travel. There's 400 million Europeans. And you've got to just remember there's risks here and there's risks over there. And I think if we all travel, we're going to know each other better and have fewer risks. So it's a constructive thing to do. Now, if you go over there, there could be a volcano in Iceland. That means the planes can't go across the Atlantic. There could be any number of things that happen. And then you're stuck over there. And um, we navigate 20,000 people a year over to Europe and back on 900 tours. I got a staff of 100 that's going back and forth all the time from Seattle. Probably had three days in the last decade where I've been stuck somewhere. Usually it's because of climate change in Europe. There's violent weather in the afternoons that close down airports. And I find in Germany in the summer, there's a lot of times when there's thunderstorms that close down airports and I miss my connection. That's sort of a new thing. You know, you just got to roll with those punches. Especially in a place like Italy, there's a lot of strikes. And uh, when a strike happens in Italy, it's called a nuisance strike. It's not going to go on strike for a month. It's just tomorrow all the trains are not working because they're upset about something and they're going to cause everybody to be thinking about it. So the traveler realizes, oh, I got one less day on the beach and one more day in Florence.